This is the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. Hello and welcome to the very first Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. I'm Andy Matthews and on this episode we'll be talking to the chairperson of Learning Waves, Patricia Monaghan. Teresa Hanratty will also be joining us and also on this episode, Karen Hall from Ipsos who will be talking to us about the most recent Jane Law report. Stay with us here on Radio Talks. The Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. So, let's get the ball rolling. We're delighted to be joined on the line by the chairperson of Learning Waves, Patricia Monaghan, who is also the managing editor of News Talk. Patricia, how long have you been in the chair at Learning Waves? So I've been chairperson for the last 12 months um, and just beginning my second 12-month stint. um, And I was vice chair before that for a couple of years, but I've been on the board in total for a six-year period at this stage. Can I just ask the kind of the challenges or the changes that you've seen in Learning Waves over your time on the board? Yeah, well, I suppose even before that six years, I was a member, like, you know, I've been in News Talk before that. And I remember using it and doing the courses myself, I suppose, over the years. Um, And I think the change has been dramatic and hugely positive. So I suppose it's gone from being an organisation that covered all the basic training needs of a radio station, um, probably only at the beginning in terms of libel and defamation and voice and sound editing and that kind of thing to moving into um, much more significant areas, I suppose, and evolving with the industry as it's evolved. Um, so now, obviously, there's a big emphasis on digital, on management courses and talent development um, and training new talent for the industry as well. Is that a, a challenge to find new talent at the moment? It is. Um, I suppose there's um, more choice in the market now than there ever has been before. And when students come out of college, they have a lot of, um, I suppose, opportunities and possibilities for them so you know we obviously believe radio is a great industry to work in um, and uh, we have a job to do to make sure they know about that and that they can see the opportunities within the radio industry and that's where programs like the journalism graduate program come in um, you know in talking to final year students third year students about um, they are having the opportunity to work in the industry and letting them see how multifaceted it is and that it's not just a newsreader job or a producer job or a presenter job, that there's so many different roles and that the industry provides a lot of different opportunities. What are your ambitions for 2023 and beyond? Well, look, I think the the brilliant thing about Learning Waves is it keeps evolving and refreshing, I suppose, depending on what the needs of the industry are. And at the moment, obviously, there's lots of challenges in a post-COVID world and there's lots of challenges that everyone else is facing as well. As well. So things around diversity, sustainability, um, management training, you know, retaining people who've worked in the industry for a while by training them um, and then providing people with real, I suppose, opportunity from the point of view of certification. So we're more and more now running longer form courses that allow people to get a certificate at the end, you know, so they have something that they can um, bring with them wherever they go in the future. Um, you know, so I think that's definitely the route we want to continue to go down. And I suppose to provide support to radio stations that can really help them positively develop and positively impact the world we live in at the end of the day. As radio stations broadcasting to everyone in Ireland, we need to be representative of the audience we speak to um, and we need to be a place where mature conversations can be had about even the most difficult of issues. So learning ways, we want to provide people with the the tools they need to be able to do that um, and I suppose to be a progressive, forward-looking and innovative industry. Is there anything that you would like to see your members going to be more proactive with or, or do more? Is there anything 
like I think the main thing is to engage with us because if we don't get feedback from them in terms of what the needs are on the ground, you know, we can't tailor solutions to them. And I think we've proven very well that we tailor solutions very well when we're presented with the need. Um, and also then to engage, I suppose, in some of the training, as you know, Andy, lots of radio stations around the country are, have limited resource and limited time um, and find you know it hard sometimes to, to find the time to engage with certain programs that we might be developing. But our approach has always been to, to, that we're aware of that and we want to support them whatever stage they're at on the journey. You know, so whereas something might sound mammoth and very hard to take on from a training perspective, there's, there's always a way of getting started and learning ways are there to help. So um, I would really encourage everybody to get in touch with us, to talk to us about what their needs are, and we can look at tailored solutions to suit their organisation, whatever the pressure is in terms of resource and time limitations. Okay, so back to the old adage, if you don't ask, you don't get, Patricia. Absolutely, that's, 100%. That's nice there's a lot to be said for it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't be shy. That's the, that's the message today. Listen, Patricia, continued good work, and you, you really, you've taken it to the next level. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Andy. Thanks a million. You're listening to the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. As you know, it's always very busy at Learning Waves. Lots of courses going on, lots of training, lots and lots of activity. And here with an update on what's happening at the moment in Learning Waves is the digital content creator, Hannah Casey. In each episode, I will be bringing you the latest updates and news from Learning Waves, the radio industry and much more. Learning Waves chairperson Patricia Monaghan welcomed the newly appointed Media Development Commissioner, Ronan O'Donnell to their AGM in May 2023 and to his first industry event. Also, at the AGM, Anne-Marie Carroll, financial controller from Classic Hits and Nova, was appointed to the board of Learning Waves for two years. Learning Waves won the inaugural Media Literacy Award for Best Youth-Led Media Literacy Intervention for its TY Media Week. This has inspired students to produce and publish podcasts. Also, Eight out of 10 graduates from the 2022 Journalism Graduate Programme have secured full-time work in the industry. In industry news, News Talk have a fresh new look. And did you know Gemma Delaney, a graduate from the Learning Waves 2021 Broadcast Bootcamp course, is now presenting The Spin Home on WLRFM. Also, the IMRO Awards entry date has been set to the 29th of June and Ours to Protect project will launch on the week of the 5th of June. Cork's 96FM has raised over €420,000 during its Radiothon event for five charities, supporting cancer services in Cork. And in upcoming courses for June, digital storytelling for radio and TikTok for journalists will be delivered by Mark Egan from Purple Bridge Media in the UK. Why not hone in on your Adobe Audition skills with Keith Bailey from Taught Media? Also, there is interviewing skills for radio with Paul Connolly from Lapa Communications. Details of all our courses are on learningwaves.ie and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. To get in touch, email us at info at learningwaves.ie. If you're aware of Learning Waves, then you're absolutely aware of the Trojan work that goes in in the background by Teresa Hanratty. We're delighted to be joined by Teresa now. And Teresa, you're very welcome along to your very own Radio Talks podcast. Can I just ask what are your expectations for this podcast? We would hope that the Radio Talks podcast will inform listeners on all that is happening within Learning Waves in terms of training, events, networking opportunities and much more. And also to inform listeners about what's happening in terms of the independent radio sector in Ireland, in terms of industry news and much more. Okay. And who who is the podcast aimed at, Teresa? Maybe ask. 
the podcast would be aimed at all of those working in the independent radio sector in Ireland and those looking to get into the sector. And I guess anyone out there who has an interest in radio, particularly radio in Ireland. Uh, Learning Waves in particular, I know you're you're always very, very busy. And um, uh, how have the last five months been? Wow, well, Andy, I can't believe we're in June and the last five months seem to have gone by in the blink of an eye. And I guess 2023 started off on a high as our three-year funding from Skilling in Ireland was announced, along with funding from Commission Amman for our Journalism Graduate Programme. And then in February of this year, we held Radio Days Ireland um, with our partners, IBI, an event which had been running for two years, but due to COVID, uh, we hadn't run it for the last three years. It ran in February of 2023 with 35 speakers and over 200 people attending it. And overall, it was a great event. And we had some keynote speakers such as James O'Brien from LBC, who some of our listeners may know, Pat Kenny from News Talk, Karen Weeks, who's an adventurer and a sports psychologist, and Tammy Darcy from the Shona Project and many more. And if you want to hear or see our speakers from Radio Days Ireland 2023, go to our website, radiodaysireland.ie. Mm-hmm. And I guess along with this, we've also been running a number of training courses in the areas of speech and voice training, legal training. We do interviewing skills training, team building, first aid and much more. And along with that, we've also been recruiting for a journalism graduate program for 2023, something that we're really excited about. And we also won an award in the first five months of this year for TY Media Week, the inaugural Media Literacy Ireland Award for Best Youth-Led Media Literacy Intervention. So it's been quite a bit happening. My God. What can we look forward to over the next six months? Well, we can look forward to the placement of 10 journalism graduates in 10 different radio stations for a period of five months, where the graduates will get real-world experience working in a radio station. At the same time, they'll be supported by a tailored training programme from Learning Waves. And alongside this, we're running training programmes in the areas of digital storytelling, something that's hugely popular at the moment, TikTok for journalists, team building for the wireless sales team and we're currently developing programs in the areas of sport music and news Mm -hmm. we'll also be commencing the recruitment process for a radio presenter course a course open to graduates and those looking to get into the industry and if anyone out there is interested in doing so get in touch by emailing info at learningwaves.ie just obviously you're in constant contact with with uh, industry and, and leaders and everybody working in the industry really i suppose at, at some point across the year mm-hmm. are are they seeing any particular challenges at the moment one of the biggest challenges i guess andy within the industry at the moment and no different from many other industries across the country is recruiting and retaining talent and that is a huge issue across the independent radio sector in ireland at the moment mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of the challenges, I suppose. What about uh, t- training aspects? Any any challenges they're seeing within within the training? Challenges in training, in some ways, it's keeping up with what's happening. And we've all heard and, um, I suppose, read about the challenges of AI and chat GPT and that that's coming down the line in the next, or is, is happening at the moment. But the challenges yeah. that something like that presents for the radio industry as well, too. And it's keeping up to date with what's happening in that space and being able to support radio stations as a navigate that area as well too and in general just keeping up to date we've probably also seen a change and a shift in the way people are undertaking training courses since covid we pivoted and a lot of our training courses went online and now i suppose it's finding that balance between training on the screen and training in person um, so that's a challenge for us at the moment as well too so we're approaching some training courses by offering people a blended approach to the training that we've been doing um, over the last couple of yeah, months. I suppose. 
uh, that kind of remote access. We've seen a, a huge change in that since since uh, since lockdown. It's become um, actually beneficial in many ways as well. I'm sure rather than uh, people having to, to travel and the cost involved and so on and so forth. You know, so it absolutely, make yeah, yeah. What about uh, anything exciting coming up over the next while? You'd like to let us into. Well, look, at always exciting things happening with Learning Waves, I guess, and the Journalism Graduate Programme is one of those, and that's one of the, the programmes that we, you know, support the radio industry in terms of trying to recruit new talent and new people into the industry, and it's been really beneficial over the last three to four years that we've been running it. Eight out of ten of our graduates on that programme in 2022 have now full-time employment within the sector. Also, the Radio Presenter course that I mentioned, which we will be starting to recruit for over the next couple of weeks, and again, looking out there to see what is the next on-air talent that we can um, work with and mentor over a couple of months and get them into the industry as well. And as I mentioned, AI and all that that might mean for the industry, we will have events and workshops happening in that space and new courses coming on stream in the areas of management, producer courses and music um, presenter courses as well. And as always, Andy, you never know what might be coming up over the next couple of months or so. So we'd ask people just to keep an eye out on our website and to let us know what they want as well too in terms of training and support. Thank you for listening to the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. So the latest Jane Law Ipsos report into radio listening was published on the 11th of May, uh, just passed, and that covers the period from April 22 to March 23. The latest results show 3.255 million listeners, uh, 15 plus, tune into radio every weekday. The daily radio listening is at 79.4% of all adults and weekly listening increased to 90.9% of the population. Joining us now is Karen Hall from Ipsos MRBI. Karen, you're very welcome along to the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. Can I ask how many people were actually interviewed for the last Jane Law survey? Almost 16,800 uh, people interviewed for the past year, which was the, the interviews that went into um, that yearly survey uh, in March. So that's our, our normal annual kind of number of interviews which is huge when you think about it mm-hmm. we interview you know more than 4000 people every quarter so it gives us lots of flexibility then to look at data in a kind of more granular way as well so it's a huge survey yeah we we do like the radio there's no doubt about that <laughs> <laughs> what what about the younger listeners what are you what are you seeing is there any change or any movement within that demographic yeah, I mean, the younger listeners are probably the ones where the where change is happening to at the fastest degree, I suppose. But having said that, you know, there's still a huge number of young people uh, who tune into radio um, every week, like almost nine and 10 will tune in on a weekly basis and 69% on a daily basis. So I suppose the higher proportions are obviously tuning in weekly. So it mightn't be as much of an everyday occurrence for them as, as, as it might be for the general population or for older, older people, but still, you know, 69% is a huge number tuning in every day. Um, it has, it has dropped, um, but it's reasonably slow. So for example, in April, 2020, just before the pandemic, that daily reach figure was at 71%. So we're at 69% now. So it's, it's reasonably slow, uh, change if you like. Okay. Um, and when you talk about, when you talk about the number of hours, it's, it's, oh, it's like about 2.7 million hours on a daily basis, um, at, averaging at about 130 minutes um, per pop, per person in the population, the, 50, the 15 to 34 population. So there is change. 
change is happening there faster than for other groups, but it's still really a significant proportion tuning in daily and weekly, you know, at 69% and 87% respectively. That That's still huge numbers. Still very good. And of course, local radio heading for 30 years plus now uh, in operation. Is it holding up well? I think so. Um, again, you know, huge, huge numbers are tuning in to, to local radio. So let's let's if we call local radio, the ra- the the individual stations in particular mm-hmm. uh, counties like Galway Bay or MWR and or even even including the Dublin and Cork local stations, you know, more almost 56 percent are tuning in to one of those stations on a weekly basis. Um, and outside Dublin, um, that's it's almost the same. Yeah, fifty six percent. It is the same um, outside of the Dublin and Cork um, areas. So there's huge, still huge engagement with local radio. I think, I think it's it's very much um, stations that people rely on. I suppose for you know for their local communication or or whatever. Um, still very very popular. Yeah, and of course, some of those stations doing over fifty percent market share still, yeah. which is phenomenal, phenomenal. Particularly along the we- the western coast, yeah, it is phenomenal for some of those stations. Yeah. Um, we 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 see that. I mean, overall, on average, for those stations, they the the the, the local stations achieve forty percent share of all minutes. So so it's a huge uh, player. Let's say if if we take it as a general group, a huge player in the market. What about uh, the impact from other listening podcasts or? Spotify or music sources are, are you seeing any changes there yeah well what what we have there we we conduct as part of of JNLR every individual quarter we have a special audio module now that's due to be updated this year in September but for 2022 we have some reason uh, some recent uh, data from that so we still see that in terms of reach, weekly reach to to some on-demand service is at 58%. So that's still comparing to the 90 plus for live radio. So live radio is still outperforming in that degree. But we within that, we do see some changes. So for example, music streaming in 2022, it, it hit a weekly reach of 40%, podcast 23%. So they and they've grown quite rapidly, I suppose, if you compare it to, let's say, 2019, they're both up plus 14 percentage points. So there is reasonably rapid growth for music streaming and podcasts, not necessarily at the expense of radio, because the change there has been only a drop of three percentage points. But it's, it's, I suppose, affecting the way people consume their own curated music, you know, so things like when we used to have our CDs and and our own downloads and all of that that's that's kind of decreasing over the period Mm -hmm. and and streaming and podcasting are increasing okay have we seen any other changes post lockdown that you can let us into what was interesting, uh, I I thought when looking at, looking at da- at data over over the few years of lockdown, when we moved into the early part of lockdown, you could see the kind of times of day that people were tuning into were changing slightly. So, for example. Uh, I found it quite interesting to see that the, the day kind of started and it was logical, I suppose, when you thought about people being at home a bit more, the day started a little bit later, you know, so that, so the the early 730s, uh, eight o'clock numbers dropped slightly. And then at post 9am, it kind of increased slightly as well. So I suppose that that 
that was allied to the fact that people were at home and perhaps working from home and so on. And that's kind of reverted back now to more normal, what we would have seen as more normal patterns. Um, so I, I kind of thought that was quite interesting to see. Okay. And as you say, they're still listening. You know, it's, They're it's still listening, a, yeah. yeah. I mean, we I think we have to accept that, you know, there is going to be change with radio. It's still hitting huge numbers, but they are incrementally be, you know, decreasing but the level of decrease of the speed or pace of the de- of drop is is really quite um quite slow um so it's it's always important i think to keep that in mind okay karen we'll leave it there thank you very much for your time and you're, I'm welcome. Sure you're, you're very busy the next survey is out uh august is it or the, the next survey will be the middle of august yeah okay. uh and then we the audio report will be probably delivered in september Karen Hall from Ipsos, thank you very much for your time and for joining us on the Radio Talks podcast. So that wraps up episode one of the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. If there's something that you want to get in touch about, it's very easy to do that. All you've got to do is email info at learningwaves.ie and we'll come back to you ASAP. I'm Andy Matthews and thank you very much for your time and for listening to episode one of the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves.